The UCLA Bruins just hired Deshaun Foster as their head football coach to replace Chip Kelly. They should have hired Pete Carroll. Hear me out. Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown and get started. All right, UCLA, Deshaun Foster, should have gone Pete Carroll. I'll tell you why. And quarterback trouble at Ohio State? Eh, we'll see. And Tuesday tweets. See if your tweet made the list. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcasts. And that way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right, so the UCLA message boards, they were going crazy all weekend long with opinions as to who the school should hire as their next football coach. Former UCLA and Carolina Panther running back, Deshaun Foster, who was not on anybody's list, he got the job on Monday. Congratulations to him. Now, Foster is a UCLA Hall of Fame running back. He has served the university in many roles over the years under many different coaching regimes there. Played seven years in the NFL. Scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. By all accounts, everybody at UCLA likes Foster and sees him as a CEO type who can lead UCLA into the changing future and landscape of college football. It's clear that the players absolutely love him. If you saw when the announcement was made in front of the team by the athletic director on social media, they just exploded with excitement. Maybe this will help the team avoid a lot of players hitting the transfer portal now that Chip Kelly has departed. So uh, we wish him. Nothing but success at UCLA, and we root for people on this podcast. He's been given a great chance here, and we'll see what he does. But that doesn't mean we were not surprised by the hire. To our knowledge, Foster's name has never really come up as a finalist for any head coaching job of any kind in the past. Now, suddenly, he's the UCLA head coach. Like we said, we hope he does well. But UCLA needed to swing bigger here, and they needed a bigger punch. They didn't go that route. They, um, did they, they hire a first-time coach here to save money? Maybe. That would be a UCLA move. They'll save millions just with the staff that they'll be able to retain. Many of the assistants of Chip Kelly have been given promotions and were under contract for uh, some had multi-year deals. So they don't have to pay all those people off. They can keep them. Foster will be the least experienced head coach in the Big Ten, so they won't have to pay him a salary that's too high. Again, kind of a UCLA-ish move, if you will, historically speaking. Chip Kelly was making a nice living at $6 million a year. That's nothing to sneeze at. You know, a lot of, just let me share with you real quick the, the wish list before we got to where we are here. And all the, some of it was crazy. Some of it was, and I may add to the craziness. <laughs> I just might. But I mean, 
LSU's Brian Kelly was on the list. Uh, his name came up with the Michigan rumors when Harbaugh left. And so, you know, maybe that fact makes me wonder if a guy like that's unhappy at LSU. Was there any consideration? No. Penn State's James Franklin is a name that came up from time to time. He comes up with all kinds of jobs. And maybe it's because he's stuck as a 10 and 2 coach all the time, a very co good coach at Penn State that can't quite get over the hump. Maybe someday he jumps to another school. I don't I don't know that UCLA, for example, is a step up from Penn State football-wise. You may have a different opinion. That's fine. Uh, but Franklin's one of the highest-paid coaches in the country. He makes $10 million a year. UCLA is not going to go get a guy like that making that kind of money. They just won't. They just historically don't pay that kind of money. Uh, Lane Kiffin is a name that always comes up just because he's Lane Kiffin over there at Old Old Miss. Um, by the way, I think he has an excellent team coming back in 2024. So uh, Lane Kiffin wasn't going anywhere. Anywhere. Uh, anyway, uh, Mark Stoops name comes up out of Kentucky all the time. He always comes up, but he never leaves. Uh, he just makes more money so that he doesn't go. Even Deion Sanders at Colorado, you know, forget that too. But all those kind of names coming up. I, I, it's crazy. I'm going to mention Dion in a minute, but I thought UCLA should have hired former USC Trojan and Seattle Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll. Talk about add to the craziness. Why not? Let's have that conversation, and I'll be glad to, to back it up on what I think. Um, now, I realize it's hard to hire a former rival. I mean, you can never imagine Michigan hiring Urban Meyer, right? Of course you can't. And maybe that's a similar situation here. But Carroll desperately wants to coach. And I think he was as surprised as anyone when the Seahawks let him go. He definitely knows how to recruit at a Southern California school. Kids will be impressed with a recently former NFL head coach sitting in their living room. Pete Carroll sitting in a kid's living room is, is a strength of his. The entire family will be pumped up and go through a wall and play for him. Carol does have a little bit of that raw, raw cheerleader personality. Frankly, I thought it might wear out thin a lot sooner than maybe it did in the NFL. In fact, it really didn't. It really didn't hurt him in the NFL like I thought uh, I thought it might. And that could be effective at a school like UCLA that could use a little raw, raw, to be honest with you. Hiring Pete Carroll would have given UCLA a shot in the arm that it needs right now. UCLA football is blah. And they need some attention right now while moving into a very, very crowded Big Ten. UCLA never seemed to be in love with Chip Kelly. He had a couple of nice seasons overall, but he was a 500 coach. Immediately, uh, admittedly rather, due to Carroll's age, hiring him might not have been a long-term move. And maybe that's the thought process here. And look, he's... Um, you want to coach if you want to be you want to hire a coach that's going to be you're going to be successful. I mean, it's a long term hire. Now, a lot of times it doesn't work out that way, but um, his age may be a factor in any job he would express interest in. But he would give him a much needed shot in the arm as they begin Big Ten play. Uh, if it would be a short term move, I mean, how could it? How much could it really hurt? Actually, right? Uh, UCLA has a history of hiring guys who hang around three or four or five years, and they collect their buyout as they burn through a majority of their contract, and then they move on to the next guy. UCLA coaches rarely survive long enough to get a second big contract. You can't build a program like that. 
The program is a long way from the days of Terry Donahue, who roamed the sidelines there at the Rose Bowl for 20 years. Bob Toledo uh, made it almost seven years back in the day. That was a pretty good run for him. Carl Durrell was a disaster. Uh, he was another young guy that they wanted to just give a chance to, kind of a surprise hire. That was an absolute disaster. He fulfilled the original five-year deal. I'm convinced he got the fifth year because they didn't want to pay out everything. Uh, I was living in Los Angeles at the time when he was there, so I'm very familiar with it. Uh, everybody liked Rick Neuheisel when he was there, as a person anyway, but the enthusiasm for his hire quickly faded, and he was gone in four years. Jim Mora lasted five years, and now Chip Kelly is gone. He left on his own, but the school wanted to fire him. Make no mistake about it here after this season. They wanted to wait one more year of awkwardness because his buyout would have dropped in half from about $8 million to $4 million. Convinced that's it. Plus, I guess beating USC helped a little bit too. Now, Pete Carroll will be 73 years old after the 2024 season kicks off. And in the end, that ageist fact will probably eliminate him from any future consideration for a lot of people. But his resume speaks loudly. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's a two-time college national champion. He was the 2003 Coach of the Year at Southern Cal. Won the Pac-10 seven times. He won the Rose Bowl four times. And, you know, at this point, I thought, what did UCLA have to lose at this point? Look at the shot in the arm. A guy like Deion Sanders, who we mentioned just a moment ago, the shot in the arm that uh, a charismatic guy like, like Deion Sanders gave Colorado, brought that program up from the doormat. But they only won four games. But do you know how much value they got out of those four games and the hype of having Deion all season long and the merch that they sold? I mean, the value of that football program, I can't tell you how much it was raised by having a guy that's very – a vocal and visible on TV and the personality of Deion Sanders. That's all I'm saying here. That's what I think that, uh, that UCLA needed here going into the big 10. And it's not like you're just putting a face up there. I mean, uh, Pete Carroll or Deion Sanders, or any, of these guys, any of these guys, they could coach, they could coach on top of it, but they got that extra it factor that I really thought UCLA needed here at this point. And this may sound funny to say, but hype matters in a place like Los Angeles. I lived there for 10 years. I know you have to compete for fans and media attention. And you have to compete with guys like Lincoln Riley at Southern Cal. And you have to compete with Sean McVay with the Rams. And now Jim Harbaugh with the chargers. Can Deshaun Foster do all that? Can he stick out in a crowd? Maybe he can. Uh, time will tell. We'll have to give him a chance. But I really thought that UCLA needed to take a really big swing here. And in my opinion, they did not. We'd love to hear your opinion as well on Twitter at X at TalkBig10, uh, number 10. Also, uh, TalkBig10Number10.com is our website. And hit me up with comments on YouTube. I'm sure uh, this topic will get a lot of reaction there as well. Meanwhile, the quarterback room at Ohio State is solid, right? Might be a little problem. An interesting observation I want to share with you. Plus, we have our Tuesday tweets. All that is coming up right here. Stay with us on Lockdown Big Ten. You know, you get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now, new customers, they get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. 
You can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, a bunch of stuff. I always like with NBAs, I always like to do the over-unders. And uh, the team I've been riding all season long is the Indiana Pacers. They, whoever they play, their games always fly past the over. And, you know, the, the betting lines, they get moved up higher and higher, and the Pacers just keep flying past it. Absolutely. Uh, frequently, the, whoever they play and the Pacers will go over 250, 260 points on a regular basis. Check it out. Observe it. Then make your move. FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Thank you for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen every day. And if you're an occasional listener or viewer, keep coming back. Thank you very much. Um, but you everydayers out there or part-timers, whatever the case is, Subscribe, if you will. That helps us out a lot. It's free. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Share, follow, and like Lockdown Big Ten, your team every day. And don't forget to check out our website, uh, talkbigtennumber10.com. You can get some merchandise, Big Ten shirts, pennants, hats, ticket information. It's all right there, talkbigten.com. The Ohio State quarterback room, pretty solid, right? It, went, it was kind of like a big question mark at the end of the season. And Kamal Cord left and everything. The bowl game didn't go well. Got a couple of five stars in there. Aaron Nolan has always been steadfast in his desire to play for Ryan Day at Ohio State. And even after Ryan Day, um, Nolan still wanted to come, even after Ryan Day then took the Alabama flip, right? The former fellow five-star Julian Sayan. Now about that, let's do, let's reconnect the dots on that because I think this is worth watching. Julian Sayan. Flip from Alabama to Ohio State because at the time, Alabama's offensive coordinator was Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien was the lead recruiter to get Saban to go to Alabama. Then Nick Saban left to retire. And then O'Brien landed at Ohio State, right? And uh, after a stop with the Patriots in between, this is about a two year story here. Um, and then, um, Sayan decided, well, I'm going to leave Alabama when Nick Saban quits. And he went and saw that Bill O'Brien had taken the Ohio state job after leaving the Patriots. And he says, all right, I'm going to go to Ohio state. Now O'Brien is no longer at Ohio state, as you know, taking the Boston college job. So he was there for like three weeks, but the one thing he did do, he landed saying great get, uh, saying has been trending on social media lately. Keep an eye out for any reaction from him. The guy he followed is now gone. What does that mean? Maybe nothing. Keep an eye on it. Interesting story. Speaking of Ohio State, has anybody noticed that the Lady Buckeyes basketball team has been doing well? There's been so much hype around Caitlin Clark, and deservedly so, for the Iowa Hawkeyes. And we're guilty of it, too, right here on Locked On Big Ten. It's a story we enjoy following. But following Iowa's loss on Sunday to Nebraska and Ohio State's win over Michigan State, which, by the way, was their 11th win in a row, including a win over Iowa during that streak, Ohio State is now 21-3 and 12-1 of the Big Ten, and they now lead the Big Ten outright. Ohio State. Um, the Buckeyes' 11-game winning streak is their longest since their final 11 games of the 2017 season. 
And uh, that's when they earned a share of the regular season conference title for the ladies back then. Lady Buckeyes look to extend their winning streak to 12 games when they host Nebraska tomorrow, 7 p.m. on Peacock. Check that out. As far as basketball goes for tonight, Tuesday night, there is a doubleheader on Peacock for the men. Michigan is at number 10, Illinois. That's at 7 o'clock Eastern. Michigan is coming off of a blowout loss at Nebraska. But they did beat a good Wisconsin team last Wednesday. Go figure. That was on Juwan Howard's birthday. The uh, the Finding Illini, they're trying to regroup from a loss at uh, an up-and-coming Michigan State team. Izzo's team is, is really playing a lot better right now, and so they're trying to bounce back from that loss. Meanwhile, uh, also on the men's, Ohio State is at number 11, Wisconsin at 9 o'clock for the back end of that Peacock doubleheader. The Buckeyes are fresh off their thrilling double-overtime win versus Maryland, and the Badgers, we talked about this the other day, Badgers have lost four in a row. I mean, they've been ranked all season. They have lost four in a row. They've all of a sudden lost their shooting touch from the perimeter. Can't can't hit a three to buy their lives. It's unbelievable. So they're really struggling. So keep an eye on that game. Meanwhile, tonight, the uh, women's only one game, Minnesota, is at Rutgers. That's at 7 o'clock on the Big Ten Network, 7 o'clock Eastern time. Hey, I'm sure you've heard if you watch this podcast each and every day, we're talking about another podcast that you might be interested in called uh, Lockdown Sports Today. Lockdown has launched it as the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and it has all the top sports sports stories of the day, local experts, uh, all of our um, Lockdown podcasts are there. This one is over there on a regular basis. Just every half hour, things are rolling. New ones, check it out. And uh, if you subscribe here, don't forget to subscribe there too. And then you'll be good to go with everything that Locked On has to offer. Part of the first ever National Sports 24 streaming channel. All right. It's one of my favorite segments of the week. It is time for Tuesday Tweets. Again, you can follow me on Twitter or X at TalkBig10, number 10. I follow you back a lot of times. And if you put out some good stuff out there or you make me smile, I'm going to put it on on our Tuesday tweet segment. So all that is coming up right here in just one minute on Lockdown Big Ten. Passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Anything that makes you look cool or makes your ride go, they've got it. Absolutely. Uh, whether you're into speed, power, style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at all the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win, just like your favorite Big 10 team. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's take a look at our Tuesday tweets. We always like to have some fun with this. Again, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at TalkBig10. 
And uh, perhaps I follow you as well. I follow a lot of people. So uh, check that out. I'm put these on screen in case you're audio only. I will try to describe them as best as I can. Uh, we'll go full screen here. Uh, we'll start this one off. This is a tweet from the Big Ten Network at Big Ten Network. This goes back a couple of Iowa Hawkeye uh, games ago when the Hawkeyes women's basketball team played Penn State. This was uh, this was a game. I watched this game. Um, Hannah Stolke, she was the star of this game. Caitlin Clark still did Caitlin Clark kind of things, but Hannah was the one that lit it up for a career high, forty-seven points, and it was a new Carver Hawkeye Arena single game record by either the men's or women's teams. So congratulations to her. She's just a sophomore, so perhaps uh, a peek at the future of Iowa women's basketball once Caitlin Clark moves on to the WNBA. All right, let's see what else we have here in our bag of tweets. This is also from Iowa. This is from at WebCentric. And uh, you've seen the shirts, don't be a Karen, complainer, whatever. Well, these are don't be a Cheryl. Uh, this is a reference to a comment that Cheryl Swoops made uh, about a week ago saying that Caitlin Clark's numbers are tainted. She had an extra COVID year uh, to get the all-time scoring record, which it doesn't pan out. Uh, Caitlin's going to do it in fewer games. It's It was wrong. It was just wrong. So don't be a Cheryl, okay? That's like the new T-shirt going around there in Iowa. Uh, this is from at Blue by 90. Blue by 90. And it is a quad box picture of the celebration for the Michigan football team with their championship right after the game. Why do I put this up there? Because they did. Uh, it says one month ago, the 2023 national champion, Michigan Wolverines. They're either missing Michigan football in their lives, or they just wanted to remember everybody. Maybe with all the NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl talk, they were uh, feeling left out. Want to remind everybody once again that uh, Michigan football won that national championship a month ago month has passed already all right this one i like this is uh was retweeted uh by um ff buck in ohio state um tweet and but it was a, an original tweet from air nolan he's the five-star recruit that's coming in one of the five-star quarterbacks that we talked about a moment ago and it's a Buckeye helmet in front of a, a Michigan helmet. And this is from week ago. It says 296 days until they play. He's, he's not playing in one of them yet. And he gets it. All right. Air Nolan gets it. He is ready for the rivalry. I think that is pretty cool. Don't you? All right. Let's see what else we have here. This is, uh, this is at Indiana men's basketball. They tweeted out the final. Surprise, they tweeted this out as Purdue beat about 20, 79, 59, and sweep the Hoosiers this year. Uh, let's see here. Back to uh, Iowa women's basketball. This is at Iowa Awesome. In addition to all of Caitlin Clark's scoring, she ended up uh, getting against Nebraska on Sunday her 1,000th career assist. Sixth player in NCAA history to get a thousand assists with all the scoring and the accolades that she has received so far. Add this one to the list. Very impressive. And uh, by the way, just another reminder that the Iowa women's team will take on Michigan on Thursday at home. And she needs eight points to break that all time scoring record for the NCAA for women's. All right. Uh, speaking of Caitlin Clark, uh, this is, this is from the big 10 network at big 10 network. 
And this is a crowd shot of that Iowa-Penn State game I just showed you a minute ago where Hannah Stolke had 47 points. It was the most watched game in Big Ten Network history for women's. It was the most watched women's athletic event on the Big Ten Network. 657,000 viewers. I was one of them. That's pretty um, pretty impressive. Uh, coverage up 74%. That's very cool. Caitlin Clark is good for business. Um, this one, we always have to have one from at Swanky Wolverine. I think he's one of our favorites. He does a great job. So this is a picture of the sphere out there in Las Vegas. I'm sure you saw several shots of it during the Super Bowl, among other things. If you don't know what it is, it's like it's like this theater building. It's perfectly round. It's got the digital um pictures movies whatever on the outside they change all the time in fact one time uh it was a the one that freaked me out the most was a giant eyeball you just kept there blinking looking over the the strip it's giant and the inside is incredible and they've got all this 3d viewing and everything in there it's incredible i gotta see a show inside there someday anyway this one looks a tad photoshopped but uh, that's what swanky wolverine does and he decided to put national champions for michigan and it rotates around and around, and he had that up there. He says, Vegas definitely knows. Hashtag go blue. Maybe they do. <laughs> All right, here is a little hockey for you at MSU content. Michigan State, um, they've, been, uh, they've been beating up on Michigan on the ice. 3-1 in the season series. 7-5, 5-1, and 3-2 wins. What a weekend. How about that? 3-2 with the score on this one. The uh, the duel in the D is what they like to call this one. Hashtag go green since this was a Michigan State uh, con uh, piece of content. Uh, a couple more. This one, you know, I was just talking to you about Ohio State situation with quarterback room and Julian Sayan and whether he was going to be upset that Bill Bryan left and Aaron Nolan, who's coming, who we showed you had the, the tweet with the Michigan-Ohio State helmets on it there. He's ready for the rivalry. Those two will hash it out. Well, do you know that there's another five-star coming? This is from at Silver Bulletin. This is a 2025 Ohio State five-star quarterback, Tavian St. Clair, with a little video. You can uh, download this and, uh, and play the video showing his arm uh, in Las Vegas. So two five-stars, freshmen coming in. Then the next year, they got another five-star. Ryan Day's getting it done. He really is. And we have one more. Let's see here. Oh, this is from at Iowa Chill. This is from the Super Bowl with the 49ers. And um, it says this Super Bowl is about Hawkeye and Cyclone fans uniting against a common enemy. Of course, George Kill, the tight end, is from Iowa. Brock Purdy, quarterback of the 49ers, from Iowa State. So there you have it. Everybody getting along with the common cause as long as you're on the same team eventually. So that's it. Our Tuesday tweets. I hope you enjoyed those. I did. It's one of my favorite segments of the week. Uh, so hit me up at Twitter or X, at TalkBig10, or I'll find you, and I'll end up posting them. It's what I do each and every week at this time, and we always have a lot of fun with that here on Locked on Big Ten. Many ways for you to interact with me. Twitter or X is one of the best ones at talk big 10, number 10 comments on YouTube are always welcome as well. Sometimes you guys go at it back and forth with the rivalries. That's always cool. As long as it doesn't get too angry 
And um, and then our website, Talk Big Ten. You see the scroll on the bottom here, talkbig10number10.com. Merchandise, tickets, information, all of our podcasts go there, everyone. And, and then we also break them up by team, uh, by school, so you can find your favorites right away. And uh, while you're perusing us, uh, be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. And also, don't forget, Locked On Sports Today, 24-7. Check that out as well. Have yourself a great day. Thank you so much for joining us. And I can't wait till we talk again tomorrow. Thank you very much. We'll see you then. I'm Craig Scheman for Locked On Big Ten.